Hey everyone, welcome back to the How with Halter podcast, where the how stands for helping others win. Each episode, we talk about everything from wealth building to real estate and everything in between to help you win. I'm your humble and gracious host, Michael Piles, and I'm here with my crew, Dennis Earls and Marcid Hatcher, and a special guest. This guest is near and dear to my heart because she's from my hood. She's a brand ambassador, an author, overall trailblazer, current WNBA athlete, entrepreneur, and investor. Please welcome Monique Billings to the podcast. Yeah. Welcome, Mo. Yeah. What's up, Mo? Hi, Hi. Absolutely. Good to see flowers. you. Oh, you have to. Yeah, call, she's call looking slash. floral, so you got to get the flowers. Yeah, it only made sense. <laughs> for sure. And, right. and um, in addition to the flowers, we have something else special for you. Ooh. On behalf of the How With Altair podcast. A little something special. You can you can open that on I camera. Can? Yeah. Okay. 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 Drum, you didn't know. You didn't know it was your birthday. Drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. Little something. Little something. Come on. Yeah. Yes. Okay. There we go. Yeah. It's official. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. Absolutely. I can't wait to support this. All right, all right. All right. That's right. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Well, I see the budget's going up for our podcast. Right? <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? Yeah, all kind of, all kind of nice little gifts and everything. So next, we'll have hair and makeup. Right, right. Well, Mo, it is good to see you again, as always. What you been up to? How are you? Tell us about some of the things you've been working on. We know you got everything going on all at once. Yeah, a lot going on. Um, something that I'm actually really, really proud of right now is I am an athleta athlete. Um, nice. Athleta is a brand and a company that's for women, by women. And so when I was a rookie, I wrote down a list of just companies, brands that I feel like my brand aligns with. And Athleta yeah. was one of them. So it's just that's been dope. such a blessing. Yeah, super dope. Such a blessing to be represented by them, to yeah. be able to represent them. Mm -hmm. And it's um, not like a traditional shoe deal. It's not like a, a Nike or Adidas or something like that. For me, it's a lot more special because we're focused on empowering women. That's something that wow. Athleta does. And nice. so yeah. I'm really excited to be an Athleta athlete. Yes. Hey. Yes. And another thing, I just actually signed a deal with Hyundai. So I'm going to be working on okay. yeah. I know. Better run it busy, right? yeah. How do you time to hoop? Man, I, I find the time. You know, <laughs> right. The main thing, the main thing. Facts, right. Facts. Right. Yeah. So I'm working on content for Hyundai, which I'm so excited about as well. Nice. Okay, so how do I get a car? Ooh, you gotta be a content creator. Go to the dealership and get my one. That's hilarious. That's it. Well, congrats to you. Thank you. Congrats to you. That's big stuff. Super inspiring. Thank you. So but you much. deserve it all. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes. Thank you for joining us during the season. We really appreciate that. Oh we know that's gosh. not like a normal thing. So we, yeah. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for such a great platform that you guys yeah. have. Absolutely, absolutely. What's a dating schedule like? What is your dating schedule when you're in season? Yeah, I mean, it depends on where we're at. So mm. if we're at home this morning, um, I had practice. So we'll watch film, a mm. lot of film. Mm -hmm. We go on the court, depending on if it's a walkthrough. We have a game tomorrow, so we didn't go as hard. Okay. I'll get shots up with the coach after. I'll do physical therapy after. Mm. Cold tub, all mm. that good stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, go home, take a nap, because right. I need my nap. <laughs> yep. Make sure I eat some good food. And then now I'm get, getting to kick it with you guys. Look at that. Is, is it very regimented? It's like every day you're boom, boom, boom yes. from sunup to sundown? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you do so many things. Like, obviously, you're in season right now. When you're in season, do you still find time to write and to, you know, do your businesses and invest in all the things that you do? Have to. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, I... 
am so much more than just a basketball player. And so yeah. all those other things just fill me up, fill up my soul. And so if I'm not doing those, I don't think I could be the best version of myself on the court. Mm-hmm. And how long is the season? Season is, I think, six Seven months. It's the summer season. Okay. Wow. Awesome. Wow. You said you said every it feeds your soul. Yes. That's awesome. So has it? You know, when you talk about just the plethora of activities that you're in, Mm -hmm. is it something that you've always been interested in? All the different facets that makes Mo Mo, or is this as you're growing and learning new things, you're trying new things? I have to give credit to uh, my dad just giving me that foundation of not just being a basketball player. I don't think he wanted me to get burnt out at a young age because I've been playing since I was five. So I've been playing my whole life. And so he wanted me to have other interests and just be versatile in the things that I like to do. And so I've been able to carry that over into my adult life as well. That's awesome. So who are some of your basketball idols? Like your like the top five? Ooh. I want to give you two. Can I give you two? <laughs> two two of my two. favorites. Let's do it. Okay. Um, Akeem Olajuwon. Oh. Yes. The my dream. dad used to play his tapes like okay. religiously. And so okay. I grew up watching him. And so the dream shake, I always uh, try to um, implement that in my game. Okay. And dang, I just had another one, but I'm blanking. Oh, Dennis Rodman. What? Yeah, yeah. I love Dennis what? Rodman. The word? The worms. Awesome. Yeah. We were just talking about Dennis Rodman yeah, earlier too. Yeah. His energy. I love um, watching his energy, his tenacity, yeah. just the way that he got after it. Um, so the Detroit Pistons or the Chicago Bulls, Dennis Rodman. Chicago Bulls. But so, I was gonna throw the Lakers. In I was about to say or the Lakers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I would say the Bulls though. Bulls okay. Rodman sticks out in my head for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Lakers. Oh. We 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 always have. I say we as if I'm on the team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know? Honorary. But, we have an affinity for getting like players. Yeah, it's just on their way out. Okay, so you're from LA, so I'm assuming you're a Laker fan. No. no, it's funny because I grew up in a household. My mom was like a Laker hater, and so <laughs> I, you know, grew up admiring my mom. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm gonna be a Laker hater too. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. But not a Clipper fan. No, it wasn't okay. Really a Clipper okay, fan had to make sure. Either. Had to yeah. make sure. Yeah. Do you have Do you have a team on the NBA side? At this point, no, I support friends. So okay. whoever mm-hmm. my friends are playing for, that's nice. what I support. That's what it's about. That's no, such a flex. That's oh my gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. I caught that too. But that's all good. That's all good. How about on the women's front? I mean, who, who's your top? Your top five, top two. You know, Being but. a Cali girl, growing up, going to Sparks games, I would see Lisa Leslie, Candace yeah. yeah. Parker. Hey. Hey. Yeah, and so I was a young girl going to the games, watching mm-hmm. them, like, wow, these are super women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, did you ever, I, I wanted to ask you if you ever got to meet the dream or the worm. Ooh, no, I haven't. You haven't got to meet, meet them yet? No. Okay. We gotta, we got, yeah, we gotta make that happen. Yeah, I heard yeah. He, what, he trains like at his house or something. Yeah, like that, yeah. Mm. Who's that? The dream or the worm? The dream. I don't think I don't think Robin's worm training at somewhere his somewhere else. <laughs> 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 Robin the club right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what this is. Might be out here in that I think I think he has a new documentary or something that's coming out. Right. I've been seeing it. I don't. Have you seen it? No. I haven't even kept up on Netflix or something like that. Okay, Mo. So you have to tell us about this book. Yeah, we got yes, you got you got to give us all break it down for us. Okay, so finding balance, a playbook for wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we fulfill so many roles within our everyday lives, mm-hmm. and these are my methods and tactics of how to find balance and increase your overall wellness. Mm-hmm. I am so passionate about wellness. I um, just implement it within my own life, and I found a good balance not to be cliche but (laughs) found a good balance of how to implement it and so I want other people to experience that as well not just athletes but 
anyone. I think wellness is for everybody. And so I want people to be able to tap into it. Hmm. Take me a little bit more down that road. I mean, what is what does wellness consist of for you? I mean, because if I think of wellness, I can think of it, you know, many different facets, right? For different folks. Right. So how about, you know, what is that for you specifically? I would say it's different depending on the day. I think there's so many different things that I can do that include wellness. Mm-hmm. There's the things like getting massage, getting my nails done, hair done, all that. All that is self-care. self-care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm the self-care queen, and I think that's necessary. But wellness is also, like we said earlier, feeding your soul. Right. Yeah. It's taking the time to be still, to um, evaluate and ask yourself tough questions. Like, how am I really doing today? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on within my spirit? It's okay. not just about the outer, but the inner as I well. I love it. So is this for men and women? or is this totally okay. i mean wellness is for everybody i, I so agree i agree it's definitely it's a pink cover but that's what i was like. for men, i want to make sure i get to read well. it as well and okay. i got the tea there too because uh. you know when you are reading you want to be in um just a good headspace i think mm. tea is something that kind of brings balance and um like a little pleasure for you so yeah i have the tea there as well Mm-hmm. It's a major talking point because, you know, in the black community, even the males, right, men don't speak about their mental right. health or they're right. good yeah. or they're bad. You know, I struggle with it. Like, yeah. wow, how do I juggle so many different things throughout my day? Yeah. Right. Yeah. The school, the the kids, the wife, the finances, yeah. the halter. It's like yeah, it's right. so much. When do I take a step back and just say, yeah. Yeah. breathe. Yeah. Right. And how do I do it? So I'm learning myself how to really find within my find within the wellness or the what's this <laughs> the, the, the zen the cheese yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want right? to add to what you said like it's a never-ending process so mm-hmm. where you're at right now like mm-hmm. in 10 years you might be in a completely different space and finding balance and your wellness might be, look different and like that's totally okay and i think that's something that i'm realizing like when i wrote this book a few years ago maybe two three years ago i was in a completely different space and i'm mm-hmm. like oh i have a good hold on this now i'm in a different season of my life where like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say i'm struggling but there's some storms and so yeah. it's like this book i can come back to it i wrote the book and i'm able to come back to it like yeah. wow i need it more than ever right now so i really think that wellness will just continue to evolve as we evolve as humans I love it i love that do you find yourself helping your your teammates or even your coaches i mean because you're i think you're helping us right now oh my god you're helping at least you're helping me i'll speak for oh, myself here you. no she's helping um, all of us and, and i definitely <laughs> need to read this book but yeah do you find yourself helping your team teammates or coaches or anybody else that you interact with as it relates to their wellness and and how they spend their time i mean i try to be a vessel as much as i can i mean i'm a god-fearing woman and so i know that god put me on this earth and god put me in the WNBA to do more than just shoot a basketball and so me having that understanding i know that there's just a bigger picture to all of it so i definitely try to be positive and add to any environment that i'm in not just with my teammates but yeah anywhere that i go i want to be a light so definitely trying to that's so that's cool. powerful, yeah, right? Yeah, it's it's that it. thing of what's it? Just shut up and dribble, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, like, yeah. right? Like you're you're showing we're so much more than just an athlete, yeah. right? Yeah. We can do so many different things. Like I I commend you, yeah, for sure. I commend you. I have one more question about that. I mean, yeah. were you always like in that following that same journey, or was there something impactful in your life that took you 
to this this place? Great question. Yeah, that is a really good question. Again, I got a shout out to my mom and my dad. Just giving mm-hmm. me such shout a great out foundation. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, my dad always used to say, your mind, your body, your spirit, they need to be in alignment. That's and when it. I was young, I never understood what that meant. I just mm-hmm. be like, okay, dad, just brush it off. <laughs> and as I've gotten older and just being in this um, career field and just all the things, the places that I travel to, the people who I'm around, like I understand that my mind, my body, my spirit, like those are things that I need to make sure are at a high level and yeah. I try to be the best version of myself every mm-hmm, single day. Mm-hmm. So I would say it kind of has always been with me just because of how I was brought up. But mm-hmm. like I talked about like evolution, like I continue to see and just kind of unravel different layers of myself mm-hmm. through writing this, through living and just, yeah, it just keeps going. I was wondering because as we talk about finding the balance, we're talking about the aspects and variables that contribute to that balance. Mm-hmm. But what are some of the things you look to avoid when you're looking for your balance? Mm. I don't know if anyone's ever asked me that. There you go. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, for me, I'm always listening to just the inner voice within. Mm -hmm. So if I have a feeling that comes up like, oh, I don't like this. Like, what is this? Whatever that might be. I think that's that's like a red flag. You want to listen to those red flags. And on the other side of that, you want to listen to when your spirit feels good. And when you feel like you're in a good place, like, oh, I want more of this in my life. Like, what is this? This feeling. So uh, I think it's just being in tune with yourself and taking that time to be in tune. That makes sense. It seems like you have like a, a, a strong support system too, like a strong village, right? So you've much. been, yeah, you've been talking about your family and yeah. do they help kind of repel some of the distractions and the noise around you? Cause I know it comes at, you know, especially professional athletes all the time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah I would say, uh, my family, like I had mentioned, and then I got to give a shout out to my manager, Chris. All right. Brown. All right. Um, shout out. Shout out. That's my guy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Chris and just my agents and the people who, um, I have built around me, the team that I built around me, yeah. they've become like family, yeah. which is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they definitely help to repel the negative energy. Like I said, when I'm going through storms, they remind me of who I am. They remind me of my purpose to stay on purpose. And uh, yeah, they help me get through everything that I go through. Wow. How much pressure is on you as a professional athlete? A lot. A whole lot of pressure. It's all about finding ways to manage that. It's hard, though. I have to be honest. It's Mm. it's extremely tough. Hmm. And is that just from on court or is it on court and off court? I would say it's mostly on court because like you want to perform, you yeah. know, you want to do the job that you have been, that you're being paid to do. Like you want to be great. Yeah. You know, like we put so much work in and they say like the work that's in the dark will always come to the light. And sometimes mm. like you just have to wait for that season to come. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there is a lot of pressure, but you have to remind yourself that like it's a process mm-hmm. as cliche as it yeah. might be. Like yeah. you have to trust the process. Yeah. I love it. Tell the audience, how do we find a book? How do we, how do we buy it? Yes, my book is on my website, okay. mobillings.com, okay. M-O-B-I-L-L-I-N-G-S.com. And I have, not the audio book. The audio book is on the way, so stay okay. tuned because the audio book right. is on the way. Is it going to be your voice? Yes. Oh, I love it. I love, I love it. it. I have the ebook on Amazon. So for my digital readers, that is on Amazon. That's yeah. dope. That's right. What are your passions off the court? Ooh, I have so many. Okay. Well, I'm a content creator, so I love creating mm-hmm. content. That's something that I'm extremely passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I like being outdoors. Okay. I really enjoy spending time swimming, hiking, mm-hmm. biking, like mm-hmm. just being in nature. Love it. Love it. So I, I share some of those same 
some of those same things. So okay. so it sounds like what you like to disconnect from, yes, from hoop. Exactly. Disconnect in order to reconnect. Really? Uh, okay. Okay. That's a t shirt. I know, right? You got it. That's all you need. Chris, you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> and so what? I mean, is it is it the six to eight months on and then literally the rest of the year you're you're disconnecting at that point or it's interesting because a lot of people don't know WNBA players, most of us will go play overseas. Okay. Mm. So I've played in ten countries in the last countries. five years. Okay. Yes. Mm. Okay. Tell, um, tell us a little bit about that. Ten in five years. Ten in wow. five years. Yeah. I have moved around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's so many different types of seasons. Uh-huh. So there's like tournaments that are three weeks. There's eight month seasons. Okay. Um, and everything in between. Yeah. So I have lived in China, South Korea, Lebanon, mm. Russia, just to name a few. Oh, okay. Russia. Yeah, That's it was a- amazing though. I had a really great experience there. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Nice. My favorite part about going overseas and traveling is like the people that I meet. Yeah. I have met some amazing people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get real. Okay. Tell us something crazy. Like, tell us like the craziest thing during your overseas <laughs> career. Like, tell us about a, you know, just an interesting experience. I've had quite a few, <laughs> but okay. Um, a few months ago, I was playing in Istanbul. Okay. My favorite city in the world. I love Istanbul, mm. Turkey. Turkey. I'm yeah. on a flight to Budapest. I had like the weekend off. I've never been to Budapest. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go for the weekend. I meet this guy on the plane and he recognized me. He knew I was a basketball player. So we had small talk, whatever. After the flight, he invited me over to his house for dinner with his his family, his oh. wife, his kids. Oh. And I'm looking at him like, what? Like, what do you mean? Right. You have a wife and kids? Like, <laughs> you know, you gotta chop me up. What's going on? <laughs> so right. those are the thoughts that are going in my head. But I don't know, just that inner voice like I talked Absolutely. about. Yeah. Was like, eh, the gut. Follow the it gut. might be okay. Oh. Yeah, so yeah. I end up going. Wonderful family. Wow. Um, his wife was super nice. His kids were amazing. And he was like a chef. So he mm. like cooked this really nice meal. And it's like, I'm in Budapest. Just met mm. these random people. Mm. And like, here I am. But like, that's what life is about. It's about yeah. connecting with people, touching people from other cultures. And just, again, being light. Yeah. Just sharing those experiences. And living in the moment is what it sounds moment. like as yeah. well. Yeah, totally. So. That could have been a TMZ story. I know, it could have. <laughs> but it worked out for the good. It worked out. <laughs> it's still a TMZ story. Yeah. You have a good. You have a great inner voice. It's calibrated. Yeah, thank you. Thank God. <laughs> what, what's the best thing you've eaten overseas? Mm. Again, I'll go back to Turkey. Living okay. in Turkey. This is one of the reasons it's okay. your favorite, yes. your favorite oh, place. Because I am a foodie in yeah. the food out there. First of all, it's real food. Yes. Okay. So when you eat it, the fruits and veggies, like they expire within days. That's how mm, you know right, it's real. Right. But yeah, it's just really fresh. The orange juice, like the tomatoes, the carrots, like it's just all so, so good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So we've heard a lot about, I mean, the places you love. I mean, what's home for you? What's home base for you? If I could be honest, home is where I'm at just Mm, because I travel so much. Every six months, I'm in a new home. So Atlanta is home while I'm here. I've been playing here for six seasons, so that's been great. But I adjust pretty well. So, yeah, wherever I'm at, that becomes home. Love it. That's awesome. So I was going to ask you, you know, we've talked about your book and uh, your passions. You know, one thing that we really focus on with Halter Group is real estate and yes. real estate investing. And we know that you're big into that space as well. Talk a little bit about your uh, real estate investing journey and um, how you've come to become a real estate investor. Yeah. So I bought my first property about a year and a half ago. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Um, super, super exciting. At 25, buying my own yeah. home. Just very gratifying feeling. And I'm in the process of buying a second home in Miami. And so, yeah, I'm learning, like I said, from my manager and from my team, from people like you, you guys. Um, Yeah, just learning more about that. 
Okay. And so in the next five years, where is this? Are, are you looking to establish a real estate empire or? I mean, God willing. Yeah. I hope so. Okay. I mean, I'd love to buy property abroad. Yeah. I went to Greece for the first time last year. And when I go to these different countries and when I travel, I'm like, ooh, I kind of want to be here. Like, I could mm-hmm. see myself buying mm-hmm. property here. And that's yeah. where my mind goes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's definitely in the, within my goals in the next five years. That's awesome. Yeah. Especially to be so young and doing all that. It's really yeah. impressive. Thank you. Yeah. It really is. I mean, I think, you know, buying your first property and now your second one, now it's about educating yeah. and how to go and, and, and buy asset producing properties. I mean, cash flow producing properties, right? Mm-hmm. That can start to offset that WNBA contract, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So when you're done playing and you hang them up, now it's like, oh, okay, so you know, I got this coming in from here and that coming in from there and you're doing extremely well, so. I'm trying to learn from y'all. You know, y'all gotta put just, me. you know, well, that's, we're gonna do that. Oh, Please. for sure. No, for sure. Sure. Without a doubt. I don't have it all figured out. Uh, no, 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 we're definitely gonna do that. Yeah. That's for are, sure. Are, are your teammates, are, are they utilizing you as like a catalyst to, to also learn about property investing, buying their first homes and things like that? Or? It's interesting. We don't talk about it as much as like yeah. you would really? think. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't want to say it's like a taboo or anything like mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. We just don't talk about it. As I much. think it is. Think I so? think it is because, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, I know this information and I'm not going to share it because if I share it, yeah. then maybe I'll have less of this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, really, it's all about, well, if we all know this information yeah. and if we all can put in money together, yeah. mm. we can have, well, you can have this, but we can have this. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. And this is so much more for us to share and build upon. Yeah. If we bring in that player and that player and that manager and that agent. Now look at where we are. Yeah, yeah. That's the syndication. I think it's really interesting too. you know, when we look at professional athletes and we could see like I look at your IG all the time where, you know, we're plugged in mm-hmm. and, you know, you live this gr- glamorous life. You forget that you're human just like anyone else. Like you talk about the ups and downs and the high seasons and the low mm-hmm. seasons and the same thing, you know, that human element. It extends to the conversations you have at the workplace, too, because yeah, exactly. if you really think about it, like in the in the corporate world or, you know, the the, re- the working world, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. you're not necessarily talking to all your nope. co-workers about your investments right. and what you're yeah. doing and stuff right. like that. And so we have more visibility to what professional athletes are making. And, you know, it's a little more bit more transparency mm-hmm. there. But it sounds like what you're saying, it works just like a corporate office. You know, you mm-hmm. guys, you go to work, you know, you have your relationships, but it's not like, oh, what are you investing in? And what yeah. are you doing? It's not like that. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, even in thinking about, I mean, just going with the wellness concept, right? Thinking about your financial wellness, is that something that you think should be talked about? Mm. Me personally, I don't know. I think I'm more comfortable talking about it with, like my team outside of my basketball team, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the people that like my agents, my managers, like those types of people, I think I'm more comfortable talking about it with them. Okay. Yeah. Separation of church and state. Yeah. Well, the thing is like, and you know, you're a content creator and a lot of your content is just inspirational. You know, you talk a lot about um, what you're doing in your endeavors, your business endeavors. And I think that impresses, especially on young women mm-hmm. and our community. Right. And so, I know you're doing it in your individual way, but I think, you know, there's probably a greater opportunity to have more of a corporate message mm-hmm. in, you know, in athletics. Um, we see it. We see individuals, mm-hmm. you know, you look at LeBron James and, you know, various individuals that are doing amazing things. Mm-hmm. But as a collective, I feel like, you know, there's there's a way that we can band together and kind of, 
you know, galvanize that. I don't know as a as a community. Yeah. What do you yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think that could be awesome. And yeah. as you were saying, that something that came into my head is pouring into like the younger community. So. Mm young girls or just young athletes that are in college. Like I wish yeah. I had this information when I was in college. I didn't have it. Right. I think now being a pro and my colleagues, I think we kind of are just figuring it out on our own. And like, we'll have little conversations here and there, but I think like younger people and college athletes, they don't really know too much about any of this. And right. so I think they're more willing to learn if that makes sense. Yeah. That's something where, high school for example mm -hmm. right you have your core classes your whatever if they was to eliminate i don't know pe right and inserted a tax class right mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. or eliminated chemistry for those non-science majors right right, right. those science whatever <laughs> and inserted real estate yep. mm -hmm. that knowledge will start so much earlier in people's lives yeah, sure. that it will follow them in the college and then from college into their professional careers, whatever it might be. And now that knowledge is so much more powerful than what yeah. it is now. Cause yeah. like, look, so many black and brown just don't know what to do. Yeah. 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 I agree. You know yeah. what to do. That's right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're scared to open their mouth to say, look, you know, Marcy, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> right. What do I know? Right? right. Or what do I do? Right. And or the trust factor. Yeah. Right? Do I trust my agent? Do I trust whomever it might be mm -hmm. right. to guide me in the right direction? Right? Our partner Ennis is the financial advisor. So we have these calls all the time about how do you properly represent an athlete and not put yourself first? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. right, because yeah. the client should come first, and of course, the client makes money. You're going to make money. Yeah. But how do you do that? So many different trust issues in the black community. That's right. And that's I think true. that's an issue that's got to be fixed. I think we're I think we're starting to address it on the How with Altair podcast, right? Yeah, I do too. That's I mean, I honestly, at the end of the day, that's why we're here mm -hmm. to educate. You know, a lot of the um, message that we're trying to disseminate isn't out there. Yeah. You know, it's not widespread. It's not ubiquitous, and we want to make it so. Yeah. And so we're using our platform in the best way we can to empower and, and educate. Look at all these corporations. Mm -hmm. Professional franchises. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're a pro athlete here, right? Yep, Look yep. at all these pro franchises. Those typically are owned by either one person, two, three, four, five, right? Mm -hmm. That's a syndication. Right, mm -hmm. that's right. So they pulled their money together. Yep. They bought this franchise and whatever sports it is, yep. and now they're making all the money. Mm -hmm. That's right. Right. The NBA, so WNBA syndication. Yeah. Just take yeah. that and apply it to real estate or take that and apply it to being an author, mm -hmm. take that, apply it to whatever you're in, yeah. and watch the money just continue to go up. No doubt. That's right. Now, yeah. now, from an investing standpoint, mm -hmm. are you only interested in real estate, or do you have a, a pretty broad portfolio? Yeah, I would say my portfolio is uh, versatile. Tech, real estate, different companies. Like I said, I'm a content creator, so different mm -hmm. companies that I'm working with I've been able to invest in as well. Mm -hmm. So I think it's been uh, versatile. Yeah, nice, mm -hmm. nice, nice. Okay, and what have you found to be probably – I don't want to get into your business, so we don't have to talk about the most profitable, <laughs> but more so like the most, most stock, stock for you, right? That, that <laughs> just keeps you engaged. I would say the crib, buying my first crib, yeah. like yeah. buying my okay. house, just something that I imagined, yeah. but when I was young, but like, you know, it's like, is this really going to happen? When is it going right, to happen? And then when it happens, right. it's like, ooh, I get to decorate it. <laughs> but yes. on the flip side, there's a lot of things that come with being a homeowner that people mm, don't talk about. Yes. So, like know, what? Like a tree falling in my backyard <laughs> last week and busting through the gate Dang. and figure it out. But figure it's it like, out. yeah, it's your crib. exactly. <laughs> Calling home insurance. And I'm like, dang, put me back in an apartment. But no, I would say my house has been the most okay. fulfilling and gratifying investment so far. What was the hardest thing about buying your house? Oh, other than, um, other than cutting a check. 
<laughs> that part. <laughs> um, I was not there for the closing. I uh, was in California. Okay. I bought the house in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So they had to send like a notary and I had to go through that process. And my mom was there. So that was cool. But it was just very untraditional. You know, yeah. you want to be at the house. You want to get those keys in your hand. Mm-hmm. And I think you I was need that content. I know, right? Exactly. (laughs) But um, I think I was starting training camp in a few weeks, but I wanted to be in Cali. So, yeah, it just was, uh, like I said, an untraditional process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you got to make it work. You're so busy. You have so much. And and you're doing it. You made it work. Yeah. (laughs) And you got moms to hold it down, too, which is a blessing. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, Mm -hmm. having that strong foundation goes a long way. So, I mean, you've talked a lot about family, and and we definitely love that here. That's something that we see. A lot of our most successful investors, they come from those strong foundations. Mm. So we've heard a lot about, you know, what you have going on. You have a very impressive story. Thank you. Very impressive story. So congratulations for, to you um, for everything that you have achieved. I am interested. I want to know, I mean, how do you plan to elevate that? Like, what, what's next for you? It's a really great question. I think that's something that I'm trying to figure out mm-hmm. and praying about. Mm-hmm. Um we talked about buying more property, adding that to, to the portfolio, um, gaining knowledge, helping others as well. I think this conversation actually inspired me a little bit. I'm like, why haven't I had those conversations with my teammates and how can I be a light to the youth and help them and understand investing, real estate, all those different things that mm. I have my hands in. Mm. So I think those are some things that have come up on my spirit. I love it. So when typically when we when we ask that question, we'll get something like, yo, we're going to go from buying one property to 10 properties. <laughs> I love the fact that you took it back to paying it forward. Yeah. You literally yeah. came back and said, look, I want to pay it forward. Talk to my teammates. Yep. Talk to the youth. That's special. Thank That's you. special. That says a lot about you. I so where can the audience find you on, on social media? Um, all my platforms are Monique Billings. Okay. And yeah. Yes, and then Amazon for the book. Amazon for the ebook. For the ebook. For the hard copy. If you want a signed copy, it's on my website, mobillings.com. Perfect, perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. Um, you said it perfectly with talking about being a light to others. You were certainly a light to us today. We hope that all of you enjoyed this episode of the How with Halter podcast. Make sure to follow us on YouTube as well as Instagram, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us, Mo. Thanks for having yes. me. All right.